0: Hey guys, it's Blaze, and this week I want to talk about the craziness of parenting and schools. I know a lot of people have been dealing with this for a very long time, and for me, it's this new adventure. So I'm just going to share where I'm at and the feels that I've been having as I enter this crazy new world of having a kid who's going to be going to school. So in 2020, I had been anticipating that my child was going to be going to preschool. I was so excited about it. I actually planned like all of my business plans around this. I was like, okay, I've started a little bit early, but it's going to be okay because my daughter will be going to preschool and that will give me some time to work. This brings up another issue that I think I'm going to do a whole new podcast about, which is the ridiculousness of how, how we have to even deal with that, that you can't work if you have children not in the same way that people without children can. But coming back to the uh, the main point here, that was the plan. And then COVID happened. And then as you all know, it was complete and utter mayhem and schools were no longer in person. They were digital. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to send my kid to digital preschool because in my mind, the whole point is like preschool is learning how to be a social human, So you would send your kid you're like I want you to go and learn how to not punch another kid in the face I want you to learn how to share I want you to learn how to sit still for five minutes it's probably great if you could learn how to like stand in a line and how to say please and thank you how not to sneeze on someone else like all of those things and then none of those things were going to get taught so I was like okay okay I have to deal with this so my feelings at first we're like, I've totally got this. It's going to be okay. I mean, I've been a parent to my kid this whole time, so she's just going to stay home one extra year and we've got this. And that was actually pretty awesome. Like there's been a lot of benefits to having her home this last year, but there's also this part of me that was super betrayed. Like the whole system has failed me. This isn't the plan. It's not not what I planned for. And I, our brains get so mad. Like my mind gets mad when I've planned for something and then the plan fails. And particularly when I'm like, this isn't in my control. It's not something I did that made the plan not work. It's just like the plan itself was flawed from the very beginning because it relied on humanity to have its shit together. So again, not alone in this, the whole damn world going through the same horror, tears, sadness, stress, as we all realize the whole damn system is flawed and it's not working. So, you know, we go through a year at home and I'm thinking, my child is an only child. She has no other children in her life. And now we've just spent an entire year where the only humans that she interacts with is me, my husband and my mother-in-law. And that's been it for more than a year oh my God, there have been Zoom calls with family. There've been Zoom calls and Zoom parties with her friends. They talk on, um, like they FaceTime each other or whatever, or on my WhatsApp. And that's cool, but very limited and not that exciting. And it worked kind of well for the first few months. And then as the year dragged on, they're less, and less interested And some of the kids in her life, you know, they went back to school and they had their own things. Some of them were older than her. Some of them were younger and didn't do any of that. And they weren't capable of getting on the Zoom with her. And I feel like as a parent, there's this deep sadness for my kid where I'm like, man, you've lost an entire year of socialization. Like you're meant to be part of society. You're supposed to have friends. You're supposed to have friends that aren't me. I mean, I want to be your friend, but I'm your parent first and I need to take care of you. And I love you so much. And it's heartbreaking to be like, shit, what is she going to do going to school now to go in a whole year later? That sucks. And I'm going to stop right there because I'm going to say also that I recognize that my kid missed a year of preschool, but she's going to go into kindergarten this year. And how lucky am I that she's so young, she's just going to bounce back. She won't know anything different. She'll be perfectly fine. These are all my feelings about it. It's not really hers. And we're talking kindergarten. We're not talking like, oh, no, you missed your senior year of high school. Like, that's way more frustrating, way more tragic in that way. So, I know and understand. So like, it's so interesting how many feelings come up and they just hit you rapid fire and want to knock you over. So I'm like, yay, thank God my kid is going to be fine. And then, oh, it's not fair. (laughs) Followed by, she's so resilient. I'm so proud of her. It's going to be okay. Followed by, I'm totally scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Followed by just the normal. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm new at this parenting thing. I've never had a kid going to school. How do you even apply? And then all of that madness. So in my situation, there's so many magnet schools in the area, and it's trying to figure out what school will your kid go to? Dun, dun, dun. And initially, I was like, well, when I grew up, it basically was what school do the kids on your street go to? You go there, and that's like the choice that you have, and that's it. <laughs> and now it's like, it's gotten so complicated that I was like, okay, so she lives on the street. So she's going to this school. And then a neighbor's like, Oh, Hey, did you know about this school, this school, this school, this, school? there's like seven of them. She could go to any of them. None of them necessarily cost any money, but they're all like a lottery process. If they're the public schools, cause they're magnet schools from the surrounding areas. And then you have to choose this. This is the madness guys. This is a kid that's going to be five. She's five. She's not 15. She's not 25. And we need to decide at this very young, tender age. Is she going into an art school? Is she going into a science school? Is she going into a marine biology school? Is she going into one that focuses on games and play? Is she going into the nature outside one? Is she going into like the music one? Like there's, there's different focuses. There's like an engineering one. There's so many. Oh my God. And then there's just now, now by comparison, like you look at that giant list and you're like, Oh wow. You could go and like learn robotics and like you're five and you have this whole like track set ahead of you where you'll get all these awesome things, or you can just go to the school where everyone on your street goes. And by comparison, that seems so awful where I'm like, Oh, well, there's nothing cool going on there. It's just, it's just a school, you know, they've got gym. That's cool. They've got the normal, like history and English and all the stuff. There's like, there's even um, the friendship school, right? Where you can be bilingual and learn in two languages and like, oh, that sounds amazing. I would have loved to do that. And then you have to think, okay, there's the, the fear of missing out on behalf of your child for stuff that they haven't even done yet. <laughs> this is the guilt and the, the trauma that I put my own brain through. Then there's also the consideration of, my God, if they get into these magnet schools, you have to drive them there there's no bus. The bus doesn't come to your house. It doesn't bring her somewhere. like, no, no, you have to like get up extra early and drive that extra 40 minutes and make sure they get there and then go pick them up every day. And suddenly you're like, wait a minute. I thought my kid was going to go to school and I would have four hours a day that I could work. But now actually I'm going to drive for like four hours a day and I'll have one hour to work. What the hell? Am I the only person who gets outraged by this stuff? Like it just seems unfair. It seems so frustrating. And then you're like, well, if your kid goes to this, the spiffy magnet school, they have like chefs there that make your child amazing meals and they're very great about allergies. And that's important because my kid has allergies. So I want to know that she's not going to die because there's a peanut in her food. These are important things. But (laughs) if you just go to the normal school, they don't have a special chef. They, I am pretty sure it's just like normal people like myself who go in and go, sure, I'll make you a sandwich. (laughs) I don't know this. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not in the school system, but again, it's like the marketing is ridiculous for all of these magnet schools. And then you guys, there's the frustration of the communication of how does this even work? So I'm trying to make decisions like, You know, no, no pressure, just decide the whole trajectory of your child's future starting from age five of what specialization will be best for her forever, which is ridiculous. And I don't think I can even like, obviously there's no right answer there. I can't make that choice, but okay. Then how much time are you going to devote to that decision to driving them back and forth. And then how well do these schools communicate with you just in the application process? And I have to say, not so great. Some of them better than others, but it makes you feel like, okay, I'm excited. There's this amazing school. And if my kid gets in, there's the amazing chef and she'll get to build robots and she'll get to go to the marine biology course. And it's like, so, so cool. I wish I had that kind of stuff. You suddenly realize how much of this you're basing on what you wish you had for yourself as a kid not what's necessary, not what's cool. And that's what's best for your kids. So there's that right there from the gate. Then there's the impression that the school makes communicating to you. And some of them are like, oh, they send out an email and they're like, oh, just check for the link in the email you provided. But then they never send you another email or they say, go check the Facebook page and there's nothing there. You go to their website, nothing has been updated. So all of their open houses are digital, but there's no link to get in. So then you have to spend time scrambling and emailing. Then you find out that it's the same person managing like three of the different schools. So you email them and say, Hey, I need the link for the school. And they're like, Oh, which one? I'm like, Oh, it's so it's like another job. You add just another job on top of your other jobs. You have your one job to earn money you have your job to manage your family. You got your job to manage just like everything in life so that your house doesn't fall apart. And then there's the let's manage the, the school crap. How do they even get in? Like it's before you've even started school, you're already managing the admin crap of school. And I know this is just a taste of what I'm getting into, because from here on out, there's going to be homework and other crazy things that honestly, I don't even believe in. I don't think that kids... Like before fifth grade need homework, why the hell would you need homework? You're going to be fine. Just go to school and learn and have fun. Learn how to learn, enjoy learning, and then you'll keep asking to learn stuff and you'll keep learning. It's amazing like that, but if you make it a drag and make it so that there's like so much to do and it's a burden, my own personal opinion is that you just shut down and you don't want to do it anymore and you find anything else that you'd rather do. But maybe that's just me. Clearly, like you can hear in the tone of my voice, I have emotions about this too. Oh, so we are in the phase of hearing back from these schools about where my kid gets in and doesn't get in. And it's just random lottery. And I have feels about it. And it's so fascinating. So I've applied and you had to apply and put your top three. And I really just wanted one of them. But then I got into the third choice and I said no. And then the next week I got into the second choice and I said no. And then I'm waiting on like my number one choice to just get back to me. But I'm like, how long do I wait before I go? Shit, I really need to apply to just the school that's on the road that I live on (laughs) so that my kid can go to school. (laughs) Because if I wait too long, I don't know what I think will happen. I'm sure I've got plenty of time. Like it's the default school she has to get in. They're not going to say no because I think there's a law against that. Like even if we moved there in August, she could still go to the school in September. So it's going to be fine. But there's like this stress level ten that like just bings up out of nowhere where I'm like, shoot, I need to check my email. Did she get in the school? And it's like it's like applying for college, but it's literally like preschool and kindergarten. You guys, what has happened that this is the life we live in now? Where it feels like the stakes are so freaking high when you're that young. And here's what I know, and this is what I use to calm myself down, is my kids awesome. We're decent parents. We're smart people. We provide for our kid. We answer her questions. She's really motivated in learning things. We follow her interests and she's going to be fine no matter what. And that's what I have to keep coming back to is just like, you know what? Your kid is fine no matter what. This is all my drama. It's my drama. It's my drama about her school. And it's not necessary for me to go through any of this. And I could just at any moment, just smack the brakes down and go, you know what? I just don't want to deal with it anymore. And I'm just going to go to the school that I know we can get into and just solve that problem for myself. But there's that little like the FOMO mom (laughs) that pops up and is like, but you'd miss out on the STEM school. Don't do it. You have to wait. You have to just hold on. There's a hope. There's hope that you could get in. Don't give up now. You're almost there. And we got like a message from the family down the road (laughs) that they're like, Hey, our kid got in and it's the school we want. I'm like, Oh, I'm so I'm, Literally, I'm so happy for them. And I'm also like, we better also get in that school. And the weird stuff that you pile in there, it's so funny. I'm like, it's not about my kid at all. It's about me and what I think is going to (laughs) happen. And I'm like, gosh, it would be so nice to have a kid down the road going to the same school as her, which, duh, hello, mom. Like there's the default school where every kid on this road will go to that school if she just gets on the bus and goes, but instead I'm like, but this other kid's going to the fancy school with the fancy chef and your kid could go there too, but then they could carpool. And because they go to school together, maybe they'll be in the same class and then maybe they'll be friends. Wouldn't that be so great? Like your kid would have an actual friend in real life. And this all just circles around back to the beginning <laughs> where I think this is what happens after a year of pandemic where there's this desperation for connection for my my kid to connect with another human being, that's her own age, to be able to have a friend that lives down the road. And what's hilarious is she already has friends that live on our road. We just haven't been able to hang out with them because we can't be close to each other, right? Like we're starting to be able to, people are getting vaccinated, you know, the kids are healthy. It's getting summer, like they can play outside. But this is the emotion, the emotion of just desperate need to connect this want for my kid to be able to go play, to have someone in her life that's nearby, that's physically nearby where she has the capability herself to walk there. And that's part of it too. That's another component for me anyway, is this desire for my kid to grow into some autonomy of her own and trying to determine as a parent, like what's the best route for her to have that? Is it to go To the school where she gets to go on the bus every day and just meet some friends and walk around. And yeah, there's like a lot of awesomeness for that. And if school is going to learn how to be social and to learn how to have friends, then, you know, you can't go wrong. Learning how to have friends that live nearby and being able to be a kid and walk to your friend's house, super important. And then there's the other part that's like, well, none of the other friends on our street or her age or they already go to different schools. They're all going to the magnet schools anyway. So they're not even going to be in her school. If she goes on the bus, maybe honestly, it just comes back to that. It doesn't really matter. It's all just an emotional roller coaster. So not in a nihilistic way, not saying like nothing matters. My choice doesn't matter. I know it does, but I also know that either choice will lead to happiness if that's what we choose to do. So I want to leave this episode with the thought that if you're going through the agony of applying for schools for your kindergartner or preschooler or whoever you're switching schools or you're moving, I feel your feels. I feel that pain and it's all going to be okay. You know what? Like our kids have got this. They're wonderful people. They're going to manage. They're going to have the same ups and downs that we had as kids, but for themselves in their own way. And we just do the best that we can for them. And when it starts to get crazy and we notice that we're constantly checking our email for their acceptance letter, we have to just put it down and say, you know what? Not today. It's going to be okay. I'm wishing you all a peaceful, calm, and less stressful application season. If you're applying for colleges and all that stuff, you know, amen to you. Bless you because what a crazy year it's been. And I know that nothing is the same as it was before but we're all going to get through this. And yeah, I'm sure I'll be talking about school, all kinds of different things when it starts actually happening. These are all my feels before it's even happened. (laughs) Isn't that so silly? Have a wonderful week, guys, and I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.